Finally, a wrestling podcast that doesn't cover just show reviews and news updates. Tired of the same old, same old? Well, lucky you, because this is the Unexpected Wrestling Podcast. With your hosts, Dustin and Chriselle, hitting you hard with the entertaining content that you want. Power rankings. Power rankings. Awards. Awards. Rants. Rants. And highlights. It's all here for your enjoyment, but let's not waste any more time. It's time for the main event of your day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. I don't even know what episode number this will be, but welcome back to the... 22? Yeah. 23. 23? 23. Whatever episode (laughs) it is, welcome back to the Unexpected Wrestling Podcast, everybody. I'm Dustin. And I'm Chriselle. And guys, it is time for another special episode. We're bringing you guys a special episode because we love doing special episodes, and they're always fun to do. So get ready. We got a really fun one for you guys that we hope to kind of possibly make into a series that we do every now and then. It is your wrestling hot takes and unpopular opinions. If you've paid attention to any of our social media throughout the last about week, two weeks or so, we've been, you know, constantly asking you guys like, hey, what are your hot takes? What are your wrestling unpopular opinions? What do you have within you that you're like, ooh, I think this, I don't know if everybody else agrees, but I feel like it's a little spicy. We're going to be diving into all of the ones that you guys sent to us. We thank everyone who did send us something. We have a ton of them that we're going to go through on this episode and we're going to touch on each and every one. We're going to give you guys, me and Chriselle's opinions and thoughts. And then for those of you that did like kind of leave messages with your unpopular opinions saying like giving a little reasoning, we're going to read those off too. So if you sent us something, you're featured in this episode. Shout out to you. But as we are now doing on our special episodes, me and Chriselle have the unexpected wrestling moment. And this is Chriselle's baby. So I'm going to throw it to her. What you got for me? So as of lately, there's been a lot of rumblings about Beth Phoenix. So I felt that it was only right to have something that is connected down to her. Recently, Bianca has come out and said that that would be her dream match. People are hoping that Beth Phoenix comes back so that it'd be a Becky and Beth Phoenix because it ties into Seth uh, Seth Rollins and Edge and all their feuds. So just make it a family feud, especially after Seth Rollins had busted into Edge's house. But in a 2006, Beth Phoenix made her debut on Raw. Her single debut, supposed to be her moment to, sh- to shine, but quite Quite literally, very quickly, that shattered. No pun intended. She got a smack by Victoria. At the beginning of the match, it was supposed to be smack, smack, and then the match starts or whatever. But within that first few seconds, that slap was just so hard or her mouth was positioned in such a way that it broke her jaw. However, Beth did finish the match, pinned Victoria. It was great. She still had a great debut, but she literally shattered and dislocated her jaw, which causing her to need like surgery and like rehab and like metal plates and screws into her jaw. And so she got her debut, but then she had to go step back down and start all over. But, you know, as we know, she's now a Hall of Famer. She eventually did get her time to shine. But can you imagine? Like, you know, you see these girls being smacked all the time on these shows and you never think like this is going to be the one that breaks my jaw. But Beth Phoenix is all too familiar with that. Yeah. So shout out Beth Phoenix. I can't wait. I I think Beth should come back. I think she has that one more match in her. Whether you do her versus Becky, but I've been hearing rumblings her versus Bianca would be really, oh man, the strength, the strength involved in that match would have me going crazy. So yeah, shout out Beth Phoenix, the Hall of Famer. I I love me some Beth Phoenix. I think she's very underappreciated for her era because, you know, she was in that before women were getting the respect that they deserved. Let's just say that to keep it quite simple. Uh, Beth Phoenix is a legend. The Glamazon versus the EST. I'm with that. Yeah, I I prefer that over a Becky match too. Oh, absolutely. Strong versus strong. That's what I need to see. Yeah, but that's that. So that's our unexpected wrestling moment for this special episode. Shout out to Chriselle. And before we get right into your hot takes, we got them coming to you. As always, remember to like, follow, subscribe, leave a review, guys. Let others know what you think of the podcast and continue to interact with us on all of our social media. And hit that notification thing on Instagram so you guys get, you guys know exactly when we post. Hit that button for the podcast as well so you know when the episodes are live. You don't want to miss anything. Exactly. Look, guys, we're posting something on our Instagram at least five days out of the week, at the very least five days out of the week. So we're always trying to bring you guys something, whether it's power rankings, episode updates, reels, whatever it may be, make sure you guys are staying tuned in with us. But 
without further ado, let's get into these hot takes. Me and Chriselle made a pack before we even started this. And like before we sat down to record, we said we're going to read through every single hot take that got sent into it. So to those of you that sent us maybe two or three or four or five or even just one, every single person who sent us something, you will be featured in this episode in some capacity. We will at the very least read your hot take and give our opinion on it. We got quite a few. I counted 18 slash 19 hot takes, not counting hot takes that me and Chriselle may have if we decide to throw them in here so get prepared um we're gonna just jump around i guess i wanted to start with a hot one like a hot one which it's a hot take but i mean it goes back and forth a little bit our good friend kenzie a day one listener so shout out to you kenzie you got the first hot take for us aew over wwe that was his hot take he gives an explanation doesn't he or not no? on this one he sent multiple okay. kenzie we're gonna read your other one as well but aew over wwe is the one i wanted to start off with because i mean what do you think what do you think give your thoughts uh after the last these last two weeks of wwe and you know we've been watching a little bit more aew mm-hmm. going from watching an aew match to watching a wwe match you're like geez this is so slow like there is virtually nothing going on in the ring like in comparison in comparison to what AEW is doing with, yeah. what they're slapping on their cars like yeah there's nothing going there it's so yeah. tame it's yeah. so tame it is pg like it's so I, i'm not mad at that i'm not in the entertainment perspective i can watch more hours of wwe because Fair. they have other it, it's broken up because of like the like the storyline and all that mm-hmm. but in ring stuff it's not even I, comparable nope it's not I, even comparable so so okay so we're gonna it, hold on oh it, go ahead i'm sorry it, also noted we have never given our official opinion so i guess this is like this is this is our coming out episode well, yeah, no. So I was going to say for each take, we're going to say whether we agree or disagree. And we'll have separate opinions, of course. Mm-hmm. So for this take, Chriselle, do you agree with Kinsey AEW over WWE in general, in a general sense? Because I understand for certain things we can say, yeah, they do this better, but they do this better. But in a generalized sense, AEW over WWE, no. they both exist. No. You think WWE is better than AEW? In the grand scheme of things. Like as an overall? Yep. Man. Even though I just went so hard into No, that. no, no, no. <laughs> because I agree. No, I agree with what you're saying. Like the in ring is it's not comparable it's really not but i find myself more entertained when i watch wwe or at least i can sit down and watch wwe a little bit easier than i can aew sometimes it's hard this is a really tough thing aew is a lot easier for people to jump in and watch yeah it's a lot easier to jump in so like what you said and they're putting contradicts itself yeah it does and i think aew is putting out a better product right now I do think AEW is putting out a better product right now. Now will WWE jump back on? Who knows? But uh, I'm going to have to agree with this take. It's a dynamic thing. You know, I think at some point AEW is better. At some point WWE is better. I think right now, right now, AEW is better. Now come Rumble and Mania season, if WWE does what they should do, you know, they should be blowing AEW out the water. But right now, I'm going to agree with Kenzie's take. So, Kenzie, man, that was a... That, that's the hot that's the hot one that's a hot one because i mean people are gonna argue about that we're probably gonna get some dms targeting you and me like no they're better no they're better but i mean hey it's wrestling we should it is all what love it, it is um let's go over to i am leslie wilson chriselle i know you've dm'd her a little bit you guys had some talking she mm-hmm. sent you a couple hot takes so shout out to you uh i am leslie wilson let's talk about she says aw is good but they will never be wwe do you agree with that take? Do you disagree? I saw some, I saw, I think it was on a comment in one of our reels that there's a lot of competition right now and WWE doesn't care about wrestling anymore, but they have their hands in like so many different pots right now that mm-hmm. they're always going to have a lot of money and they're not going anywhere. No, there's no way. No. So I think right now WWE in a sense is like the Disney of like wrestling they're so big they're a huge they're a huge conglomerate that they had a monopoly on wrestling for so long that they're not getting knocked out it's like walmart hitting their rise before target target is still doing amazing but walmart's not going anywhere it's in that sense like i don't think wwe is going anywhere it's not it's never gonna have to look up to aew so aew is good but they will never be wwe i don't I think you have to look at it like this. In what context, right? Because WWE has actually come out and said at one point, I know some corporate people, they've said, I saw a report, I don't know where, but they had said that we're an entertainment company that just so happens to have a wrestling ring in the middle. While AEW is like, no, this is professional wrestling. So it's like, in the sense of a wrestling company, I think they are 
they will be that and or they may already be. But from an entertainment company, like you said, maybe a Disney conglomerate type style thing. I don't think AEW will ever reach those heights because that's not what they're trying they're to not the be. Reaching, they're not that's reaching not what they're that. trying to be. They're not trying to be an entertainment company. They're trying to entertain. Don't get me wrong. But they're professional wrestling. WWE has banned the word professional wrestler. You know, <laughs> they don't let their wrestlers say, yeah, I'm a professional. You're a superstar. You're an entertainer. So I, I agree and I disagree with that take a little bit that, you know, in a certain sense, yeah, they may already be better than WWE or a WWE, but from an entertainment factor and an entertainment company, no way. Never. Yeah. I don't think ever yeah, for what not. they want to be. So shout out to you. I am Leslie Wilson. We got some more y'all yours in here. So we'll be coming back to you in a minute. I want to jump over to Matthew Gomez, our giveaway winner. Giveaway winner. Yeah. What's up? Shout out Matthew Gomez, man. Matthew, you say that every wrestling promotion is great and we should stop hating on them. I don't think that's necessarily a hot take. I, I agree with you. Well, I, I agree to a sense. Like, I don't think every single one is great in terms of what they're putting out. But, you know, in terms of, like, they're giving us content that can reach some form of an audience and that we should stop hating on them. If they don't have what you like, don't hate on them. Just don't watch them. You know, you don't see me watching New Japan because I'm not that hardcore, hardcore, hardcore of a fan. I know some of the bigger names, but I'm not tuning into New Japan every single opportunity I get. But they have something for somebody. So they are great in their own way. So I do agree with Matthew Gomez on this. Let's stop hating. I definitely think it's, you know, everyone has their opinion. That's fine. But the hate has gotten so strong that anytime that you put AEW and WWE or just another promotion onto the same, like, social media presence, people argue about it. It can be a post, like, we've done it multiple times where we make a post that's referring to both things and not necessarily one in a negative light. But everyone has to come in with their two cents and like, oh, just stop watching that. Or, like, it's yeah. just like, hey, like, relax. Just relax. Take a breath. It's okay. Like, not every post about a wrestling promotion has to be an argument. Yeah. And, and there's no shame in, like, kind of what Kinsey said, like, AEW is better than WWE. That's his opinion. I mean, that's his opinion. It's it's not like he's sitting here saying, WWE sucks. I hate I hate people who watch WWE. But if you watch WWE, you're do. a terrible human being. He just said, AEW is better. They, they give me something I like more. But that's fine. But there's people that do. And there's people that give death threats to yeah. people on the other yeah. side. And that's insane. Well, we've, we've posted, like, reels before. Like saying, like, I think it was your one that was like, AEW is better than WWE. Nobody asked. And people were sending like hateful, people misogynistic were messages. And like, they were telling me to go back to the kitchen. I'm like, what, what, this yeah. has nothing to do with They were like, this is why women shouldn't be watching wrestling. And I'm like, wait a minute, bro. Like, it's, it, first of all, it's a funny video. Like, it was made out of comedy. But second of all, yo, it's an opinion. You don't got to be so heated. So, Matthew Gomez, I 100% agree with this take that, hey, every wrestling promotion is great in their own way. They do different things for people. And we should all stop hating on them. That's fans like let's enjoy wrestling let's enjoy entertainment we want to be entertained you don't go into a marvel movie and be like uh people who watch marvel movies are so stupid nye, 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 nye. like get over it. it's a movie <laughs> like you're enjoying it so i agree with you matthew gomez Crystal, i've chosen like the last four or five so how about you see whichever one you want it can come from anybody you want take it take it away who you got i'm going with wrestling unleashed oh an og another an OG, og another og um one of theirs because they sent in like two becky lynch is overrated i agree now i agree I agree. I think she had her moment and like I think on I don't I don't see it as much on Instagram, but I see it on Twitter all the time. They call like the Mickey Mouse like champions, like the people that WWE are just kind of pushing and there's no real Yo reason. said the Mickey Mouse champion. <laughs> Have you not seen That's that? Sad. I've never heard that. They literally that. put like the Mickey Mouse ears and like the nose onto like the wrestlers. Like they did no. that to carry across for NXT. I've never like, seen yeah. that. So it's just kind of like the Mickey Mouse, like yeah, it's it's That's honestly very wild. It, like she did nothing coming back, she did nothing to deserve that belt besides the fact of all the work that she'd be did before and like do you erase that? No, but also I'm over her and I don't like any of this. I don't care for the stuff that she's doing right now yeah i think becky is overrated as well i think she's good in ring but she's not the best in ring performer i think she's good on the mic but i can name two to three women's wrestlers that i think are better on the mic than her right now i think she does good character work but even before she was doing this whole heel turn thing that she's doing now which i'm not enjoying at all like i'm hating it i i hate it even the man character like becky lynch is the man like i think it's cool but for the hype that it gets and how like it propelled becky to another stratosphere i've seen more from other performers and better from other performers where i'm like i felt like it was like i i don't think becky's done anything where i'm like oh yeah she deserves to be up there with the greats of women's wrestling such as you know maybe a beth phoenix I'm, I'm not even gonna get into a bunch of names because i don't want that to be a hot take in and of itself <laughs> but i think becky's great 
But people say like, oh, she's the greatest of all time. Like, oh, she deserves the push that she's getting. I think she is a top woman in the company. Don't get me wrong. She's up there in the four horse women. Like she is up there. She's fantastic. But I think she's overrated a little bit. I do. And I have no doubt that she's probably a great locker room leader and that she's very yeah. professional. Not hating but, on her as a person. But as far as the, oh, no slander here. Like, oh, no, I think there's a lot of room for Becky a little bit. Becky deserves of, some slander, There's some man. slander that you can put there. Especially it's with, okay. Especially with this heel turn she's doing that she's done. I, I've hated it. I haven't liked a single. My favorite part of the Becky Lynch heel turn that she's bid on was her confrontation with Liv Morgan this week. I thought that was great. Okay. I yeah. thought that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. She was like, ah, I'm trying to remember the promo, but she said um something along the lines of like, I told you to become champion while I was gone because now that I'm back, you're not getting it. And I was like, that's good stuff. So uh, we'll see with Becky, but I do agree Wrestling Unleashed. I think Becky Lynch is overrated. Back to me, I'm going to go back to I am Leslie Wilson because she sent us quite a few. So we got to knock out some of hers. I'm going to say, she says the New Day are top three tag team of all time i 100 percent agree i agree because i can give you my top two tag teams of all time and the new day is one and then i go the hardys at two are you you're saying the new day before the hardys yeah easily easily no one's touching the new day they hold the record for tag team title reigns all three of them are fantastic and can do things on their own which the hardys can do don't get me wrong I think you're stuck on the Hardys because that's your childhood. That's literally what I was about to say. Yeah, that's your childhood. <laughs> and I totally get it. And I mean, who doesn't love a good Hardy match? They made TLC what it is in terms of a match. But I think the New Day has pushed tag team wrestling and kind of carried it on their back in WWE for a while. DX? Two. You did. The, oh, if for anyway, she just did the crop shop. And like, <laughs> I'm like, do you want me to say DX? I don't think DX is top three. Okay. I don't think DX is top five as a tag team. I'd put the Usos before DX. I have a lot of nostalgia going on that I can't agree. Like, I just can't do that. I just can't. What, the Usos before DX? I just, there's a lot of nostalgia behind it. However, I get it. Like, logically, it, it makes sense. But the nostalgic part of me, I can't. You know how I feel about Triple H. No, like, I, get I, I get it. Like, I, I get just, it. I just can't do but that. But I don't, I don't know. So are the New Day top three all time, though? Yeah. I, Where are they at? They're not. I wouldn't put them at one. Who's at one? I'll put them at two. Who's and at don't one? Make me put, that's another hot take on the side. We're not doing No, you what's your said, hot take? You just said we're we're throwing hot, We're throwing hot takes out here. This is the whole episode. We're 13, 14, 15, whatever minutes we are into this. Give me your hot take. What you got? I'm putting the Hardys before them. Oh, you're tripping. Oh, man. They're different. They're different. Oh, and I man. definitely think. I definitely think. They have made oh, history. No way. They have made history in themselves. But I think, I, obviously, I'm coming from more of a nostalgic factor. But yeah. I also, they are both groundbreaking in their own ways. And I, I do love the New Day. I do love the New Day. I'm not arguing that you don't love them, but you but, think the Hardys are better than the New Day? Leave me alone. I said what I oh, had to man. say. Oh, man. We got it. Oh. Said what I had to say. Guys, we'll think- have another conversation yeah. on that one. Guys, we're start- We're thinking about doing a series called Making the Case where we argue superstars and tag teams and stuff against each other. So let us know if you're interested in that because I think that would be a good first episode, the Hardy versus the New Day. Oh, man. See, I am Leslie Wilson. You got us arguing about <laughs> stuff. That was a good take, though. But we do we do agree we at did- the end of the day that they are top, top three. three. We don't know their order, but they are top. Shout out to you, I am Leslie Wilson. Uh, I'm going to pick one more, and then I'll throw it to you next. Okay. Golden K25, another OG. They have another AEW kind of related question. Orange Cassidy sucks. If AEW wanted to be taken seriously, then why sign him of all people? I disagree. I think Orange Cassidy is cool. His laid back attitude with the hands in the pockets and the sunglasses. I think Orange Cassidy is dope. I think Orange Cassidy is dope. He was on like the first episode or, or I guess first show that we watched of AEW together. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't know who that guy is, but I like him. <laughs> I like his vibe. Because there's something about everything being so chaotic around exactly. you. And then there's this dude that does not care. Care. Yeah, he has his hands in his pocket. He's like, dang, they fighting. Well, I guess I'll jump but in. And like the, he's cool. I think the, he's cool. And the way that he doesn't care isn't about isn't the same kind of oh, I don't care, like like the other like more emo wrestlers yeah, yeah. are like, Yeah, I don't care about the world, everything can like burn. I it's like almost care. a laziness. But it's just it's like, a laziness type of I don't I'm care. I'm gonna do the bare minimum, I don't care. <laughs> oh, I got a pen. Ugh, let me lay on them. So yeah, Golden K25, you're on your own on that hot take. We think Orange Cassidy is pretty dope. Now, for my choice, I might be pronouncing this wrong. Wrong, so let me know but benda underscore 5t says seth rollins doesn't deserve the hate he gets i don't i don't see enough like actual hate oh on, he gets a lot of hate on, but like in the sense of i know a lot of people don't like him but mm-hmm. i think a lot of the things that i think i don't think people realize that when they're talking about him that a lot of it has to do with his character the things that he's done but well the problem well i've seen a lot of hate towards seth rollins i've seen hate for his character work like a lot of people didn't like the messiah a lot of people don't like the visionary gimmick that he's doing 
Uh, a lot of people hated when he was a baby face going against Brock and kind of carrying the company. I don't think he deserves the hate that he gets. I don't think he's underrated. I don't think he's overrated. I think he's where he is. I've seen people also say like, yo, Seth Rollins isn't a draw. He should be a mid-carder. And I'm like, no, he has too much talent. He's too good on the microphone. He has too much charisma. I think he gets a lot of unnecessary hate. I don't think he's perfect. Don't get me wrong. There are very few wrestlers where I'm like, yo, they're fantastic and they're perfect. But Seth Rollins gets a lot of hate that I don't think is deserved. Not as a person, but for his, you know, work as a wrestler. He's one of the best wrestlers in terms of technical ability. He's one of the best in the world. So I think he gets too much hate. I don't think he deserves it. Because even though he is a heel, he's so, I think, like you said, there's a lot of charisma that goes on there. But even on Twitter, people were saying that, Seth Rollins thinks he's like too high and mighty now that he doesn't care about the indies anymore. Seth Rollins doesn't always respond to like hate comments and stuff, but he responded to this one's like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, I literally, I, like, all my free time that I get, I go with training like newer wrestlers and like I want to give back to that community so much. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you getting this? He has an entire gym. Like, if you watch the documentaries on him, which are really good, or even you just follow him on social media. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you just pay attention a little bit, he has an entire gym dedicated to training independent and you know amateur wrestlers which is fantastic and he put it there because it's like in his hometown and, and like the closest one besides that one is super far away yeah. so it's like let's make it more convenient. he's from iowa so what do you think <laughs> and there's no shade to anybody in iowa no shade at all but you know the midwest isn't the most populous area for things of that nature i think seth rollins does get a lot of unwarranted hate i'm not saying and don't get me wrong i'm not saying you have to like everything he does as a character i'm not saying you have to like all of his character work and everything he does however the shots that get thrown at him sometimes I'm like yo the man is just wrestling he's doing what he's been told to do you hated the fiend versus seth rollins and hell in a cell he did what he had to do he did his job so i mean i think seth rollins is definitely rated and that's also another thing when you brought up the stuff with the fiend that some of the things that happen aren't necessarily in his control that that's how he had to get things done that's how he was told to do it so that's how he did it exactly professional it's his job yeah and i know he pitches something for his character and this that and the other but at the end of the day he does his job he does his job very well and i think he's one of the best in the world i'm not gonna say he's the best i'm not gonna say he's top 10 but i think he's definitely one of the best in the world at what he does in terms of character work as well as in-ring ability so i agree with you benda benda underscore 5t seth rollins does not deserve the hate he gets nope so i'm gonna go over to i am leslie wilson i've been plucking all her questions <laughs> this is her third one she sent in a lot so i love it i love it and we just mentioned the fiend she says the fiend is the greatest character of all time i highly disagree <laughs> i highly disagree ever heard of the undertaker in terms of a character a character because you can say stone cold steve austin is a character or you can say that's just an extra personification you can say the rock is a character or is that just Dwayne johnson turned up to a 10 so if you want to say like a literal character where like that ain't who they are at all i think the undertaker blows anybody and everybody out of the water and i don't think it's close in terms of a character the fiend is good or excuse me the fiend was good but my problem with the fiend was things were very inconsistent with the fiend you know he was hot on his debut that was cool but then he cooled off then he gets pinned by goldberg and that's that the, there was no mystique with the fiend i feel like i feel like with the undertaker there was always maybe up until the end of his career but there was always that mystique of like oh my god it's the dead man oh my god it's the undertaker it always felt important and special but does that go against the character or how wwe handles the character well it's it's not the character in and of itself but still if we're talking about a character in general it is how you are handled and how you're presented like you can be a fantastic actor but you get put in terrible movies so you're terrible you're considered a terrible actor you know i don't think adam sandler is the worst actor of all time but he's putting terrible movies so people say he sucks kind of puts himself in his own movies but that's a well, different point yeah <laughs> adam yeah well adam sandler is a whole different thing like we don't want to get into that but you know what i'm saying like i think a piece of your character is how you're presented and the undertaker was presented for generations and generations as not an unstoppable force but one of the greatest forces of all times and a fantastic character where like them lights went off that gong hit the smoke came out and you were like oh yeah it's time to pay attention and i know i keep saying like i've said before the undertaker is probably my favorite wrestler of all time he's up there in my top three or four but this is not me fanboying i think he's better than the fiend you can put the fiend at number two if you want but i don't of think all time. Okay. i don't think the fiend is the best character of character yeah because like i said if we're counting characters it's literally something that someone is not not their personality turned up to 100 because like is the tribal chief a character or is that roman reigns turned to a thousand mm-hmm. so if we're counting pure character work you could say the fiend is number two but i think the undertaker is number one so i am leslie wilson i gotta disagree with you on that one girl i disagree 
because I feel like the, of all time isn't one that I would I would sign my name next. Yeah, to. maybe you can say over the last five years. Okay. I might I might give you that. I might give you that. So that's fair, Chriselle. I'm gonna throw it to you now. Now back to my pick. Since you mentioned Goldberg in the last one, there is a hot take from Wrestling Unleashed that is involving Goldberg saying that Goldberg doesn't deserve the hate he gets. I don't know about that one, Chief. Oh man, that's I don't know. That's that rough. One. Okay. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, mm. What do you think? You go. You go first. I don't know. I'm saying yes because we've thrown hate on other wrestlers. Yes, you agree that he doesn't deserve the hate, or yes, he should get. The oh hate. yes, he should get the hate because, okay. in the sense of like, we've been throwing hate at other wrestlers for less in this in this like episode, but mostly because the whole thing of he keeps getting put into these matches that he doesn't deserve to be in, and at the beginning of his career, he was a very like fast, like his come up was fast, and so immediately it was Goldberg whatever. And now he hasn't been in the picture for so long, but he's still held to that high like regard. And people now, there's like the divide of, hey, he doesn't deserve that hate. And the other people are like, hey, let's get new people into this picture. Why is this old man still around? Let's not do this anymore. Goldberg doesn't deserve the hate that he gets. The only reason I'm thinking about it is because he gets a lot of hate. Like it's a lot. So does he deserve a lot? He deserves the hate. Don't get me wrong. I think he deserves the hate. But does he deserve all of the hate that he gets? You know what? This is our show. Yeah, I hate Goldberg, man. I do not like Goldberg. I think he's a legend. I think that he's cool. But even when he was wrestling in his prime back in the day, he wasn't anything special. And then you throw him in his matches now. Who cares? Who cares? I don't like Goldberg. His matches normally are not good. He had a good one with Bobby at Crown Jewel. I'll admit to that. But before that, the man was doing miss after miss after miss after miss. All misses, no hits. Like, I don't like Goldberg. And then you have a situation like with The Fiend where he crushes The Fiend in Saudi Arabia and ends that title reign. And then you have a situation with Kevin Owens where he goes and he beats Kevin Owens for the title when Kevin Owens was still in his infancy in WWE main roster as a champion. So I'm like, yo, Goldberg, man, I'm good. I'm good off Goldberg. He He's someone, you know how I was talking about The Undertaker recently in like maybe one or two takes ago. I don't even remember at this point. One take maybe. And I was saying like there was that shine until the end of his career maybe where it kind of took away the mystique of him a little bit. With Goldberg, I feel like it's like, the, like his return to WWE has not just taken the mystique away from him, but it's taken his credibility away as well. And he said that he only has one more match on his contract. God, I hope that's true. Have him go against Big E at WrestleMania. Have Big E beat him, take him behind the shed and, you know, put the bullet in his head and end that, you know, for an analogy. <laughs> that like, was so aggressive. I'm so not I'm not saying kill the man, don't get me wrong, but for an analogy, like put down old yeller behind the bar. Like get rid of him. He's done. I think Goldberg deserves what he gets. I don't think that Goldberg is great. I never thought Goldberg was great. Even his old run in WCW and WWE back in the day. I I thought Goldberg was okay. He's just another meaty man. Yeah, and I feel like there's meaty men that do what he does better. There's just not as many eyes on the product these days. But I think they do it better. And it's kind of, the idea has kind of been floating around that he doesn't really care for the wrestling. He's there I don't for the think he does. He's there for the money. He's there to get the check. He's not there because he, he loves the fans. He's not there because he loves wrestling. He's just doing it to do it. No, I totally agree. So Wrestling Unleashed, you're on your own on that one. We normally love you and everything. We still love you. But this take, this is a hot take and you're on your own that on is this your, mountain. That is your take. Yeah, you're standing on your own on that one. So I'm going to go to a friend who's been DMing us quite a bit. So shout out to you. I apologize if I mispronounce your name at all. But Siraj Udupa, I apologize if I mispronounced it all. You say that, and now you sent this in a DM, so I'm going to say everything along with your explanation. You say that, I believe that wrestlers are somewhat misappropriated by the fans and overreact at times. Like when Carmella had matches with Belair. They do what the company tells them to do, and they get unnecessary heat. So basically, you're saying that the fans sometimes get on wrestlers, even though the wrestlers are just kind of doing what they're told to do. And he brought, like, Carmella going against Bianca, and people were like, oh, this sucks. But at the end of the day, the wrestlers are just doing what they're supposed to do. I actually agree with this take. I think that wrestling fans are fickle, <laughs> as Daniel Bryan would say. I think wrestling fans are fickle. I think they're disrespectful. And I think they are some of the largest overreactors out there in terms of fans of a sport or entertainment form or anything like that. The overcritical nature of wrestling fans is ridiculous, and I feel like it's oftentimes directed at the wrong people, such as the talent. Now, so don't get me wrong. You can hate a talent. You, I'm not telling you not to like a talent, but sometimes when 
at the end of the day, they're just doing what they're told. A lot of the time, it is the creative and the booking that are putting them in these bad situations. Sometimes it is the talent's fault, but sometimes it's creative and booking, and fans are like, oh, you suck. I hate you. You're my least favorite now when, dang, all I was doing was what I was told to do, like we said with Seth Rollins. Like, I was doing what I was told to do, but, you know. So I do agree with you, um, Siraj. And yeah, even well, again, when you throw back in the death threats, if people get like, oh, you, how dare you, how dare you pin this wrestler? I'm sending you these death threats. Yeah. I didn't decide who won that match. <laughs> yeah, no, really though. They'd be like, how dare you pin my fave? Oh, how dare you lose the title? I was rooting for you. And now that gambling is becoming a thing in the wrestling oh. form too, you know, it gets really tricky now because like I said, wrestling fans are volatile. I think wrestling fans are, for lack of a better term, not great. <laughs> like, I don't think wrestling fans are, not everybody, of course, but as people always say, you got a few bad apples in there, but you got those people in there that take things so serious. It's an entertainment form at the end of the day. And trust me, did your bank account get bigger because that wrestler got pinned? Like, who cares? Maybe. But don't don't bet money you don't have. I public, always say that too, Public yeah. service, don't bet money you don't got. Yeah, and like I said, with gambling becoming a thing now, I almost fear for wrestlers in the sense of, like, the attacks that they'll continue to get. You know, there's wrestlers that have to deactivate their pages and, like, delete their Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts because people are just sending hateful messages, hateful things towards them. And it's like, yo, relax. At the end of the day, they're doing what they're told to do and, you know, deal with it. So, Siraj, I 100% agree with you. And that's a great hot take. I, It's interesting. I don't think that's necessarily a hot take, but it's a take that needs to be talked about more. That's fair. Because I, I think a lot of people would agree that a lot, oftentimes wrestlers are taking the brunt of force for the companies that they work for when, at the end of the day, it's the backstage politics. But people don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair. So, Siraj, shout out to you, man. Now I'm going to pick one so that you're not the one that picks this one. Going back to I Am Leslie Wilson, one of hers is that CM Punk is overrated. And I know you have your own thoughts on that one. I think his earlier career made him a very, he was a very big star. He's a very big star and he's very, he's very entertaining, amazing on mic. Now he's at AEW. I think as a newer fan, I don't know if, if Leslie's a newer or not fan, but I'm saying in general, if you weren't watching him in the previous years, seeing all this like love that he's getting, I could see why someone would be like, why are you guys all over this guy? Like what, what's the hype? I haven't gotten to see it since his like return. However, he did just have like, a crazy match so like maybe that's a tr- I wouldn't say that he's overrated but I can understand why somebody would think that he is overrated there's oh, too much that you man. need to know in back oh, man. there's too much that you need to know <laughs> in backstory to be like yeah you know what yeah he is goaded but that doesn't make you overrated just because someone doesn't understand your backstory that doesn't make you overrated but it doesn't necessarily overrated, but I, I feel like it's easy to call someone overrated when you don't understand when, the full context when, of them when you when they're not radiating amazingness all the time. Like he's not there's like someone that like uh, Big E. You don't need to know everything about Big E to see him and be like, wow, this I can see why the crowd's going crazy. Like this guy has so much charisma and he's a big dude. Like I can get it with CM Punk. It's. It's a lot harder to be like, oh, I, I get it. I get it, guys. This is like, oh, man, it's another white guy in, like, cool shorts. I don't know why. I don't get it. He doesn't have that, like, instance, like, catch. I disagree, man. I I but hear what you're saying. You're biased. No, 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 no. But hear what, hear what I got to say. So I hear what you're saying, and I am Leslie Wilson. This is an interesting take. Oh, man. I, I disagree. I don't think he's overrated because of what CM Punk means to the culture of wrestling. Now, mind you, like you said, like, I have that backstory with CM Punk. But I'm going to break down very, very quickly, like, the three stages of Punk. So you have his WWE run. And, of course, everybody knows Money in the Bank 2011, arguably one of the best pay-per-views of all time, arguably one of the best moments of all time with that involved the pipe bomb promo and him leaving the company with the title without having signed a contract. Like, it's legendary stuff. You have that. Then you have the middle part of Punk where he's out of wrestling, but he was so outspoken against the machine of wwe and at that point in time yeah you had people who like crapped on the company before that but there was no one really doing it the way punk was doing he was going on podcasts he was having those interviews mind you you had the mma career was an utter failure but we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about the mma thing but like i said like he was one of those people that was talking out and speaking against the machine of wwe that a lot of people were doing but not in the way that he was doing and they didn't have the voice that he had 
because people respected CM Punk's voice as well. But then you go to where we are now. He was out of wrestling for seven, eight years, and then he comes back. And I think the hype of CM Punk, mind you, part of it was people thought that he would never come back to wrestling again. So that in and of itself adds to the hype. You're gone for seven, eight years. You retired on the fly. People are like, oh, he's never coming back, and then you come back. That's crazy in and of itself. Two, you come back, and you're having bangers. Like, you're having bangers. Can you imagine not doing something for seven or eight years on a consistent basis at the highest possible level as well? Like, we're not talking backyards wrestling. We're talking in, on TV in front of one, two million people with another 20,000 in the stands watching you. You have to take into perspective. You're having banger after banger after banger. He hasn't missed in terms of a match since he's been back. I'm not saying every single match has been to the level of that Eddie Kingston match, but every single match has been good. So to call him overrated, if you're going to say he's one of the goats of wrestling, I think that's overrated. But to say he's one of the best in the world at what he does and what he has done, and like one of the best at the culture of wrestling and keeping it moving forward and progressing it, I think that CM Punk is right in there. I personally don't think that he's overrated, but I'm standing on the side of like, I can see, I'm not going to, I'm not chopping off someone's head for being like oh he's overrated or like or i don't know if there's a better word for just saying like i don't see the hype i know that's basically what overrated mean but i, I feel understand. like there's like a middle ground of like i just don't get the hype no no and i understand like you may not see the hype because you don't understand the entire backstory of cm punk and how he was gone for so long and he comes back and this that and the other i think that has overhyped him a tad because people haven't seen him for so you know absence makes the heart grow fonder so you don't see him for seven eight years it's like Oh my God, he's back. Oh, he's the greatest. Oh my God, I love him. Everything he does, he pisses in Ikea. Like, you know, that's what people think. <laughs> I just I just actually realized what you just said. Yeah, but like, that's what people think. And I do think that is a little overrated. But him as a performer and what he's meant to wrestling, what he's meant to wrestling, there's, no, he's not overrated by any means. But that's a, that's a, now that's a hot take, I am Leslie Wilson. You, you throwing him at us. You throwing him at us. I'm going to go over to Sberg underscore 85. WWE will be sold sooner or later. I don't think this is necessarily a hot take. I think it is going to, I agree. I think it's going to be sold at some point, whether it is sooner or later. There's been rumblings about it for a while and who they get sold to plays a big factor disney disney you have to they're gonna sell to someone with the money and who else has the money but disney because disney owns everything already i mean everything you watch disney owns oh for sure so i mean disney owns universal which was in charge of nickelodeon and all of that disney owns them now so when they're ta- they've taken out their children's competition they already own most of the sporting market because they own ESPN, they own ABC. So why not take wrestling as well? I think wholeheartedly Disney is one of the companies that would buy for it and easily get it. It's just a weird feeling. Like, I don't know what Disney would exactly do with WWE. Obviously, they would do something, and I would hope that they make the product better. But you could argue that it makes the product a lot worse because of the whole PG stuff. It depends on what. The, I mean, it's already PG, so mm-hmm. <laughs> it depends. Well, but then again, you have to look at it like this. Disney's stricter though well but like i'm saying like you have to look at it like this i mean they curse on abc and that's an, a disney owned company it's not disney channel mm-hmm. you know as long as wwe's not airing on the disney channel i think they'd have some leeway because okay. i mean you look at espn and i mean i haven't watched espn in a while but i know for a fact like they throw a curse word every now and then so it's interesting oh, quick question mm-hmm. if you had to put a year on it like not a year like in 2025 but i'm saying like how many years away are they from selling based on what we know the releases and everything what do you think? A decade. Is Vince McMahon still around? Whether, you know, God forbid, I'm not wishing death on the man, but whether he's alive, dead, retired, whatever it may be, is Vince McMahon still around when they sell? I almost think that they might not sell if Vince McMahon, unless it's in the will thing, because obviously he has it, which I, I feel like now that I'm saying it out loud, do you that's think he doesn't? Dumb. Do you think they don't sell if he's still alive? It depends on who's who's a get, who gets that power after him. I was about to say, like, if he sells, mind you, somebody else owns it, but does he still keep his creative control? At the end of the day, I think that's what he cares about is the creative control. But the everyday runnings of the business, I don't think he necessarily cares as much anymore. We need to get him off of creative control. No, I agree. Line, but... I mean, I agree with that. So. Yeah, I think that's fair. You said 10 years. I feel like that's a long ways away. I'll give it five. And I accidentally already put just said another hot take. Uh, I am Leslie Wilson has said Vince McMahon needs to get give up creative control. Oh, two birds, one stone yeah, right there. Right there. <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. Because it's the same thing. 
where you talk about uh even politics like old people should not be in control of the younger people's entertainment let alone politics but let's keep it to entertainment right now i get it like you've been a part of the industry for so long and you, you know more than a lot of people and no but... one no one can argue that you made the monopoly and then you made it what it is today however that was great for your time let's mm -hmm. Let's let new creatives and let people that truly are in love with the product be a part of this process and not writers that don't know anything about wrestling. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. Vince McMahon needs to give up creative control because it's ridiculous. And a big reason that AEW is so successful is because Tony Khan's in his 30s. I think the a, closer you are to your demographic, the better you're going to have like communicating you know, there's with them. A, there's a reason that in terms of demographic numbers and stuff, AEW blows WWE out the water in terms of a younger viewing audience. Because they're tater tatering, Jesus Christ, tater tots. <laughs> they're tailoring their content towards a younger audience, and they know what a younger audience would want. I'm not crapping like NXT 2.0 here, but I mean, I think they thought that people would be like, "Oh yeah, colors. Yeah, let's throw all the colors at the wall. Kids love colors, right? Like, I mean, it's cool. Thanks for the colors, but I don't really care. I want cool stuff on my TV. You're out of touch. Even even down, out of touch. Even down to what you allow passing up in the t-shirt department. Like the t-shirt, the wrestling t-shirts have become so outdated that I always tell Dustin that the shirts that be coming out for the Usos half the time look like something that came out for like those LMFAO type shirts that you would see on the boardwalk at like in the at the beaches and stuff or like spray paint they just look like they came out in early 2000s and it's like who who just slapped a random image or random words on this shirt and said yep this is tough this is what the kids want to wear it's not i promise you it's not but i'm gonna buy it anyways but it's not i'd buy more <laughs> if it actually looked nice really so i wholeheartedly agree vincent needs to get creative control i am leslie wilson another great take so we're gonna go to Sky Blue fan for life. They say Charlotte is god awful. Man, that's that's that's. I'm not even gonna say that's a hot take. That's a lot of hate in that statement, bro. <laughs> that's a lot of hate hatred in there. Uh, God, I disagree. I don't think Charlotte's awful. I don't think Charlotte's bad. I actually like Charlotte Flair's work. I think she's one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. She's better than Becky Lynch in the I ring. I was just about to ask you how you felt between the two. Oh, she's better than Becky Lynch in the ring. On the microphone, I do agree that Charlotte can get repetitive, and it can kind of seem like the same thing is going on with her promos. I do agree with that. So on the microphone, you can make an argument. I think she's good. She cuts a great promo, but it can be repetitive. However, in-ring work, character work, there's there's very few better than Charlotte Flair. She's super athletic. I think she gets a lot of hate because she's so good, you know? And WWE, when they have something good, they push it to the moon, which can sometimes be a problem because that's the kind of thing they did with Cena for years. And people were like, God, anybody but John Cena. People have kind of gotten that with Charlotte Flair, where it's like, God, anybody but Charlotte Flair. I think that's contributed to the rise of Becky Lynch, which is fair, which is fair. But saying she's God-awful... Or even bad. Charlotte. Charlotte's really good, man. I disagree with that take. Even on the moments, I go in and out of how I feel about Charlotte. However, it's never, oh, she's a bad wrestler. Or, oh, she can't. No. It's just like, it's just in my own thing of, dang, I'm kind of tired of her right now. Yeah. But it's only because she's being pushed so much and that has nothing to do with her alone. So yeah. No, Charlotte. Disagree. Yeah. Charlotte is, Charlotte's cool. So I think that Charlotte is awesome. Um, IG underscore Brute. E Viper, which I'm pretty sure is a Randy Orton account. So like, yeah, they had a Randy Orton <laughs> uh, profile picture. Yeah. So, so I was like, okay. So this this one makes sense. Randy Orton should get 17 titles before Cena. And I know you have your own opinion. I don't know if you agree or not, but I'm just gonna be like, yeah, I agree with that one. That's actually really tough because we're talking 17 because that would obviously be the record for world title reigns. Ric Flair, we don't speak on him right now, but Ric Flair currently holds the record for 16. Cena's at 15. I think Orton's at 14. Man, does Orton get three more title reigns, though? That's a lot of reigns. It's a lot of reigns, but I think it makes... No, wait, Cena has 16. Cena and Flair are tied. Oh, man, I got to look it up. So I'm going to look this up really quickly. Boom! And through the power of editing, you guys have no idea how long it took for us to look up those world title rate numbers. John Cena has 16. Randy Orton has 14. So, man. I mean, Cena getting one more title reign, Orton would need three more to get to 17. But, like, the question is... Who deserves who it? Who deserves it? Ah, man. Who breaks that one? And, you That's know, rough. John Cena has he did amazing things for the company. Don't That's not wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's... He's not a Hall of Famer, but he will be. He's not. He should be. He's he, going to be. He's going to be. You know what I'm he's, saying? He, yeah. yeah. He's still around. So he's not yet. But he, you know, he's on that track. 
Randy Orton has he's beating his record today on the amount of like pay-per-views like he's beating um Kane's record of like how many pay-per-views and like today it's do you know the number off the top of your head 177 and i only know that because i saw a tweet right before we started recording kane's at 176 triple h is at 173 randy orton is at 177 today if and, he wrestles no injuries you know and like you know that's that is a record to to beat and that's cool in itself however the titles always hold more weight so i feel like he deserves something of that magnitude and like sometimes they do have really short title reigns and i know it's really dumb to get like you know oh because you've gotten seven title reigns that like 17 title reigns that also means that you've lost more than everybody else like you've won more but you also lost more i and I know, like, you don't want to have it so that he gets it and lose it just for this cause. If it, they're organic and they're nice, I could definitely see. It, I w- I think it's okay for Randy to do it. So we're not arguing if he'll do it. I well, who deserves it? If we're saying who deserves it, I do agree. Randy deserves it more than Cena because he's been more consistent, like you said. Cena's gone away. Cena's done this any other. John Cena's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I think John Cena it gets a lot of hate for no reason. But man, ah, uh, do I agree with this take though? Does Rand should Randy get to seventeen? I'm gonna say no. I think Randy Orton's awesome. I think he's one of the best workers of all time, one of the best characters. But I don't think he deserve not deserves, but I don't think he should get that record. I'm I don't yes. think so. I'm so yes. I disagree. Carcel agrees. I it's a fair argument to make. So shout out to you, Ig Brute Viper. Shout out to you. Let's go down to I am Leslie Wilson, your last hot take. You th- you threw six of them at her, so shout out to you. She says that Liv Morgan is underrated. Ah, I think she's accurately rated. I'm going to be honest. I think she's where she should be. I don't think she's over or underrated. She's underrated by the WWE people that are making these decisions, but I think her fan base is very strong. I think people that do watch WWE do love her i don't think there is like oh man live morgan that's not i don't really see that very often i know some people are annoyed more i think there's more people annoyed that she doesn't get the official pu- the official push she she deserves than people being like dang not live morgan again like that's not yeah i don't know i think live morgan's where she should be which is fighting for a title doing her thing but you know i, I don't think, think she's over or underrated i think it should have already happened i think she gets she's at the ah! right- She's at the right amount of love. I think she's still, like, we've talked about that she's missing something yeah. in the ring. So she, I'm not saying that she's a top star, but like you said, she's, like, about where she, the love is supposed to be. Right. So we only got two more hot takes left. So, Chriselle, what you got? Second to last, we have Maya Lack Williams. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. They say Roman Reigns is not a good character dash wrestler. Now, people have their opinions, and it's been a lot of... I, I know this isn't about Big E, but I know the back and forth is who's number one right now, Big E, Roman Reigns. We have that conversation every time we put post a power ranking, even though we keep putting him at number two and whatever. And I did, and I'm the one between the both of us that had a problem when he turned heel. <laughs> I'm going to stand up for his character and everything they're doing with the bloodline and him as a wrestler. I definitely know there are some caliber of the matches that aren't so great, And you know, you can almost tell at the beginning of the match, like, oh, Roman's not going to do too much in this match because WWE has put no actual value into this match specifically. But the matches that are like, oh, this is a pay-per-view match or this is this means something like there's family involved or whatever. And they Roman Reigns is allowed to go all out. Those matches are amazing where it's not like he's not holding himself back. I think he's a good wrestler. Yeah, I highly disagree with this. I think Roman is a great character, especially his Tribal Chief stuff. You want to argue the earlier career stuff, have at it. I'm not going to sit here and argue that. The Tribal Chief stuff and the head of the table things that he's been doing, been knocking it out of the park. And then in terms of a wrestler, like Chriselle said, I don't think he's the best in the world. I think there's a lot of people that are better in ring than him. However, he does put on good matches. He can make darn near anybody look good and matches with him mean something. So for that, I think he's awesome. So we acknowledge the tribal chief. Yeah, we acknowledge our tribal chief over here. So I 100% disagree with that take. But hey, that's the fun of it. It's a hot take. And finally, 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 the last hot take of this recording. Last but not least. Last but not least, from Kinsey. We started off with him. We're going to end it with him bookending it. Oh, he says, and now this was sent in a DM. So I'm going to read everything that he says. He says, okay. My big, big one is going to make people not so happy, but I think that The Rock is heavily overrated. 
how can you be one of the goats when you had a seven year career and for most of that you were not the rock but my but Rocky Maivia, which was not over as it should have been. So I also say Steve Austin over the rock in goat talks. So let's break that down. He said a lot there. So first of all, the rock is heavily overrated. I disagree. I don't think he's heavily overrated. If you want to argue in ring, sure. But as a character, as a persona, no way. No one turned their personality up to a 10 better than Dwayne. <laughs> like, no. I think he almost has the trademark in turning it up into, this is what you guys think of me. I'm turning that up. However, I don't think he's overrated. Yeah, you can argue that it's been like the whole, it's, it was only a seven-year career. However, there was a lot that was done in that seven year, the most, whatever. I, I don't care. You don't have to. The length of your career doesn't define your goat. The quality. Yeah. Yeah. So I disagree. I don't think the rock is heavily overrated. Now he's, he's one of the greats. He is the attitude era at the levels that it became without the rock. I think that's the question you have to ask is stone cold. Steve Austin as great as he was without the rock. Now you can argue that Vince McMahon was the most important piece of the attitude era and stone cold Steve Austin. But I think the rock had, arguably just as much of a part to play in all of that so i don't think so and then you say rocky my via hey all characters go through bad character spouts people hated roman reigns thing john cena was a character without a face for a while so i think it's all of those things encompassed into one real quick stone cold steve austin or the rock stone stone cold steve austin i think stone cold is better than the rock so in terms of goat talk i would take stone cold steve austin but saying the rock is heavily overrated kenzie we're both gonna have to disagree with you on that agreed agreed to disagree agreed to disagree <laughs> But with that being said, that is the end of our Hot Takes episode. Thank you all so much if you sent in a question. Not even a question. I'm sorry. I'm so used to Q&As. But thank you so much if you sent in a hot take and unpopular opinion. We want to continue to do this series with you all as a special episode every now and then. So let us know if you loved it. Leave us a review. Shoot us a DM. If we answered your question, let us know in the DMs or on a comment on one of our posts what you thought of our take on your, you know, your hot take. We want to get that interaction with you guys, Chriselle. Anything you want to say? And if you have a rebuttal to something that you, you that you sent in and you didn't agree with what we were saying, you have a rebuttal, maybe in the next show we'll actually like, hey, you know, we had a continuous argument. So let us know what your rebuttal is. Yeah, there was some hot takes that I agreed with, Chriselle disagreed with, and vice versa. So that's the fun of it. I had a lot of fun doing this because hearing your guys opinions is always awesome you guys sit here and you listen to this podcast you hear everything that we have to say all the time and me and Crystal have some controversial opinions every now and then but we wanted to hear what you all had to say so I know I'm appreciative and I want to say thank you to every single one of you I think it was about 13 or 14 of you that sent in hot takes in and of itself and then some people had multiple hot takes so shout out to you guys and until next time, I'm Dustin. And I'm Christelle. And we will catch you guys at the next episode. Peace. Bye. You've been listening to the Unexpected Wrestling Podcast with Dustin and Chriselle. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. Leave a review. It better be positive. And keep up with the podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Catch you at the next show.